Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of the Lymphedema channel. We are interviewing Stephanie Roach today and I found her on Instagram as I do most people because she had just gotten her new Lympha pants by Lympha Press but that's not all she has. She also has the upper extremity garment as well and I feel like her story will encourage many of you. So Stephanie, thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. So I saw what you posted on Instagram. You had just gotten your lympha pants, but your story begins long ago, right? Not as far back as you would expect um, in terms of when I got my diagnosis. Um, I was just diagnosed officially in 2018. Um, and so... For and that me, diagnosis, what was that diagnosis again? Initially, I was diagnosed with lymphedema in my abdomen. And so it was one of those things where I had had major surgery. And um, I have a condition called hepatic adenomatosis, which is where my liver produces tumors. And so I had had surgery, my second surgery, actually, to remove tumors from my liver. And my doctors put me back in physical therapy and the physical therapist recognized the lump on my abdomen that had kind of formed um, underneath one of my scars and she referred me to a lymphedema therapist in their office CLT and she did a five minute let's just see what happens and I responded to the treatment because the knot that I had that was about this size, it was between a golf ball and a baseball in terms of size, it was quite large. Um, so she did a little five minute MLD session and said, let's see what happens. And I woke up the next day and that knot had moved down my right side. And I reported back and said, hey, this worked. I don't know what we did. I don't know what this is. Um, and that stemmed into conversations with my primary care doctor and then a diagnosis of lymphedema. Um, but because of my other medical conditions, um, I'll be quite honest, I, I took the diagnosis and kind of put it on the back burner. Um, I listened to a lot of the stories that people share on here and on different platforms, and they tend to have this culture shock of they now have lymphedema because they didn't have anything else really going on and now they have lymphedema. For me, I had all these other medical conditions going on, um, hepatic adenomatosis being one of them and the biggest. Um, so lymphedema wasn't really a shell shock for me. Um, it was just something else to add into the mix of everything that was going on, um, which I feel like is kind of different from some of the stories that I've heard other people share. Um, the last six months that I've really been getting into this. Um, so yeah, I mean, my, my diagnosis just started in 2018 and it just really kind of took off from there. And I didn't treat it at first. Because it wasn't the big story in your life. You had so many other things going on. When did you get to a point where you realized, you know what? I need to manage the lymphedema as well. Um, January of this year. Um, Jan so after all of my surgeries and everything, I had had um, four abdominal surgeries between May of 2017 and July of 2020. And I was with a, a different physical therapist in 2020. 
I had completely stopped doing CLT treatments. I had stopped doing MLD treatments. All I had was my vest. I had compression garments, um, but the lack of training that I got from my CLT that I had originally started with was just mind blowing and I didn't realize it. Um, so basically I was putting garments off the shelf that fit poorly and those garments by 2019 didn't fit anymore. You know, so by 2020, forget it. Um, <laughs> I did stumble across a better fitter that was able to get me custom garments. And um, when uh, January of 2020, so I had those. Um, but again, I wasn't really aware that I needed to do anything beyond wear my jacket a few times a week and wear my garments when they fit. So, so here's that was the important thing too. I, I want to underscore this just because you've been prescribed something. If you don't do the proper protocol, you're not exactly. going to get the results and no, no results. <laughs> yeah. And now you had the lympha jacket for the upper extremity at that point. Yes. So my diagnosis with, you know, the initial CLT that I saw was abdominal lymphedema. But I also had lymphedema that was in my hands, pretty significant. Um, and my hands would swell really badly, which I've now learned that if you have it in your hands, you have it in your arms. But again, I wasn't told that. So I had gloves that I was wearing and I had a tank and then I had some minimal swelling in my groin area that I would wear shorts for. So I had shorts, I had a tank, I had gloves. But what I didn't realize was that I was only doing myself a disservice because like you said at the beginning, if I treat one area, but I don't treat the other areas, it just creates areas that things can pull. So in January of this year, my physical therapist that I was seeing, I call her my land PT because she works on things like moving your legs and arms and things like that. Um, she basically looked at me and she's like, I'm really scared for you because your swelling is so bad. And at that point, I had been on disability for about six months because of some complications from my surgery last July. And she was just really concerned about my health and how things were going slash not going. Um, she wasn't making any progress with me on my mobility or my pain levels or anything. And, um, I want to interrupt for a second too and give a shout out to this amazing medical professional who wasn't satisfied with just letting her patient not improve. So good for her. What was her name? Rachel. Rachel. We shout you out, Rachel. Thank you. It's dedicated yes. medical professionals, whether they're lymphedema therapists or whatever the discipline that can make such a huge difference. So she was not satisfied. What was the next step? So she, I mean, basically she was telling me I needed to find a way to get in with a CLT. And I of course went back to the CLT that I had seen originally and I was kind of brushed off. I was told, you know, well, you've got all this abdominal pain um, that my doctors weren't sure if it was my gallbladder. They weren't sure what it was really. Um, ultimately it was my gallbladder. But, you know, I had this abdominal pain and the CLT that I went to before was like, I'm not going to do any MLD on you for risk of injuring you or hurting you worse. And 
Rachel looked at me and she was like, wrong answer. <laughs> and so she and I got online and we found another CLT in the area that's actually closer to my house, believe it or not. And um, I got an appointment with her. I lucked out because um, it happened to be spring break in our area. So someone had canceled. So I was able to get an appointment within the week. Um, and when I initially made the appointment, I was like, this is going to be just like it was before. You know, I had been brushed off in February. I really wasn't feeling like going through this again. Um, but the thing that changed, the, the thing that really changed and the reason that I really jumped on board with fighting in March to find a CLT was because you're going to love this. <laughs> March, I found out, is Lymphedema Awareness Month. And um, the joke that I have is that I literally clicked on a coupon. Um, my gloves were shot and I was looking to replace my gloves. And um, I've been using the lymphedivas for a long time. And they, you know, were two years old. I need new ones. And so I looked online to see if I could find a coupon on their website. And I stumbled across Amanda Sobe. And I started Amanda watching. Sobe, yep. she is a part of our lymphedema she, patient roundtables. How cool is that? And she did a whole lot for Lymphedema Awareness Month. For she sure. really did. And so I stumbled across her and I started watching her documentaries that she was doing with people, interviewing people, talking to different um, garment fitters and different you know, organizations. And so I started watching her stuff that month. And like, literally it was probably mid-March. So I backwatched everything <laughs> that she had posted. And I messaged her a couple times, you know, just asking questions and she was really open and she reached out and we started kind of having conversations. And then in one of her sessions, I actually won one of the prizes that was a session with her to learn about managing lymphedema. And, um... So that kind of kickstarted this whole thing of this may be more than I realize, you know, and in listening to these stories of other people about how sick they were getting and how, you know, the lymphatic fluid just really, you know, it'll knock you off your, you know, it'll knock you on your butt. I mean, you have no control over what it does. And, you know, I kind of think of it as it feels like you have, actually, Amanda put this terminology in my brain. It makes you feel like you have the flu. And so basically for me, every time I was trying to do housework or yard work, or even something as simple as making my bed, I was releasing so many toxins into my system that I would spend two, three, four days feeling super duper sick. And there was no real explanation for it. And so I decided that it was time to really you know, take control of this. What yes. then happened? Um, I got connected on April 1st with my new um, CLT. Her name's Rosie and she is wonderful. Um, she jumped right in and I had told her up front, you know, that I was having these upper right abdominal pains and we weren't really sure what was going on, that I was under the care of other doctors. I told her about my liver conditions. Of course, you know, you tell all these things to a CLT and they kind of sort of halfway go into panic mode because it's a lot of stuff to take in. And they're like, I'm dealing with this patient that's got bukus of issues going on. 
and I'm supposed to do massage on them and not hurt them worse. So Rosie jumped right in. She, I mean, both feet, you know, just here we go. And through talking with her, you know, and telling her that my initial diagnosis was in 2018, but then we started talking about how long I had had swelling and really how long this had been going on and discovered I've probably had this for majority of my life and it just had not been diagnosed and it had not been treated. So I started working with her. She wanted me in twice a week. Um, the, the catch though was that a week and a half after I started with her, I was told I had to have my gallbladder taken out. So it's like, okay, here we go. Derailed. <laughs> it's like the and cha-cha, so, one step forward, two steps back. And every time you seem to be making progress, but I have to tell you, just talking to you, your spirit and your energy and your positive attitude, I think that that probably had a lot to do with who you are today. And that's why I wanted to tell your story because, you know, you didn't take those setbacks and give up. Well, thank you. I know that, I mean, I know that I do put on the happy face. I do put this, yay, hi, everything's great. Um, but that being said, I mean, I was a puddle on Friday night during my session with Amanda. I mean, I totally lost it. And, you know, this is not something that you go into without knowing that there are going to be setbacks. And I mean, I looked at Amanda, I'm like, there, there have been two times because on top of working with my CLT, I signed up to work with Amanda in June. And so I've been working with her now for about 10 weeks and doing her lymphedema program, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but that being said, you know, I've had two major setbacks with that. I've had the gallbladder setback with my CLT. You know, it's not something that I ever thought was the kind of the icing on the cake that had to be scraped off in order to get to the root of the problem. Um, you know, we've always swept the uh, lymphedema under the rug as this secondary thing. My, my primary care doctor doesn't know anything about it. She literally orders garments for me based on the recommendation of yours truly. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will go to my CLT and say, what do I need? I will go to you know, Amanda, I'll say, what do I need? You know, what are your recommendations? I'll go to my fitter and I'll say, what do you recommend for me? And then I go back to my primary care and I say, this is what these other providers have recommended. Can you write the script based on medical necessity? Um, because in the States, you know, a lot of our insurance says, as long as it's medically necessary, they'll find a way to help cover it. But you have to have that medical necessity documented and that's where I've run into the biggest hurdle, especially this year, um, because a lot of these insurance companies have reworded their policies. And I've, you know, I've come up against some serious battles this year with getting garments filled and getting things like that. But, you know, I have a primary care doctor that's not like most primary care doctors, and she admits when she doesn't know the answer. And she takes advice from other people who are more skilled in that field. And so I've been able to get custom garments. I've been able to get a lymphopress pantsuit. I've been able to get the lymphopress jacket because she's willing to write those scripts based on other 
medical recommendations. Yeah. Um, and so that's been a total game changer for me. So I found you when you first got your lympha pants. What is your, yes. what has been your experience overall now that you know the proper protocol for using your pneumatic compression from lympha press, what's been your experience? Um, well, we're going to get my numbers next week. <laughs> um, but hopefully what it will have done, what was happening was I was wearing my jacket. I typically wear it two to three days a week, um, which that was what was recommended by my therapist because I was going to therapy twice a week. So doing therapy twice a week and then doing my jacket three times a week or vice versa, worked, it worked really well for me. Um, but the problem with the jacket was that with having abdominal swelling, it was pushing with the jacket, it hits right at your belly button. And so what it was doing was it was moving the fluid out of my hands and my arms and my torso, but it was pulling it into a pocket just below my belly button. And so after working with, um, with Rosie for about six weeks and she, I mean, she had me back in her office two weeks after I got my gallbladder out. I mean, she didn't waste any time. She's like, we're getting you started back into this. She goes, because the best thing we can do is move the lymphatic fluid to promote healing in that area. Um, but that being said, the jacket was not a good fit for me with the way my incisions were done. And sure. so here I am two weeks post-op being told moving the lymphatic fluid is the best thing for you. Oh, but by the way, your jacket's not the best option for doing that. And so we kind of had the discussion at that point that pants might be an option um, or a sleeve. We discussed just getting a sleeve so that I could just do the arms. And, you know, I was, eh, put it off, put it off, put it off, get back in my jacket. And things were great for a couple weeks. And, you know, then we have another setback. And the, the discussion about my measurements the second time around, she goes, all of your numbers have gone down with doing the pump properly, with working with Amanda, with being in the pool four to six days a week, doing all of these things, my numbers had dropped drastically. Um, in some places over an inch and which is pretty significant um for me i was like that's great she goes but this area between your belly button and your hips has gone up almost an inch and a half so all of this fluid was moving and moving and moving but it's pooling in this one area and so she was like we need to really get on this pantsuit option. And so I reached out to Medical Solutions, who is my provider, and um, spoke with my representative. And he's like, I need this paperwork, this paperwork, this paperwork. This was on a Monday, by the way. And he had all the paperwork by Tuesday. Lymphopress called me on Wednesday to confirm what type of pump I have. And I had my pants on the porch on Friday. That I mean, is it was, amazing. I it was love insane. that. It was insane how quick it came. Well, you know, this is the thing. Our team really cares about making life better for patients. And so yes. I also am so proud to represent a company that has solutions. 
the fact that the jacket wasn't working. So you don't stop there. We have the lympha pants and there are right. many people out there that have the lympha pants and may need a jacket. And we want to encourage you from Stephanie's story, ask, talk mm -hmm. to your lymphedema therapist, talk to your doctor. And if there is a need for another part of your body to be addressed, we've got a garment. Yeah. And we will help and advocate for you. I think that is amazing. Do you find that your LymphaPress garments and the pump are easy to use? Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, and I, I actually traveled this past week and I took my jacket with me because I had a lot of hand swelling and I was only going to be gone for a couple of days. So I was like, I'm not taking both of these things. We're going to take one or the other. Um, and I took my jacket with me and... Um, you know, yes, it's bulky. Yes, it's big. Yes, it's another bag I have to pack. Um, but to be able to do an MLD session and not need another person there to do it, to not have to have um, an appointment, you know, I can sit down, I can watch TV, I can read a book, I can do something, you know, obviously in the jacket, I mean, the thing comes down over your hands, you're not doing a whole lot of texting. Um, <laughs> Um, but you know, it's just, it's an option that can go with you wherever you go. And, you know, for me, that is something that I didn't think would really be, yeah, it's a pain in the neck. I'm not going to lie. It's a pain in the neck. To, to manage lymphedema. Lymphedema manage management yeah. is not fun for anybody. It is, no. it becomes a part of your life. It becomes, it takes up time in your day, but what's the downside? If you don't, you get worse. Right. I mean, and I have, I, I started taking, you know, the before and after photos and documenting back when I started having my liver surgeries um, in 2017. And so with this whole lymphedema, lymphedema journey, I didn't initially take pictures because I didn't think it was going to change anything. And one of the things Amanda does is she really encourages you to take progress photos. And I started taking progress photos, even if it was just a selfie of my face. And I literally have pictures and I, I don't recognize myself. <laughs> I mean, the difference is night and day. I mean, the fact I have a neck, <laughs> I have a chin, um, you know, even back in June, like those weren't things that I could identify. And all of that, you know, especially if you have systemic, like I do, um, which to me, that was daunting in and of itself. And, you know, I always see patients on these portals and these forums where they have it in their arm or they have it in their leg and it's super obvious. I mean, you can see that you can see that there's a deformity there. When you look at my hands, I mean, I don't have my gloves on today, but you don't see anything here. You don't see anything in my leg. My friends tease me because I have chicken legs, you know, but the reality is that when you look at my abdomen, it's there. If you get down, you know, and my, my therapist starts doing massage, she's like, oh, your ankles are really swollen today, you know, and it's something that I don't fit the cookie cutter mold. Mm -hmm. And so I guess that that was another reason that I just kept putting it on the back burner is, oh, this couldn't be the issue. This couldn't be the problem because... I didn't realize that I was basically sabotaging myself by thinking, well, I don't fit the mold. I don't look like these other patients. I can't tell you how many doctors told me that I couldn't have lymphedema 
because I hadn't had cancer. I mean, that was, and these are really high-end doctors that would tell me, well, you couldn't have lymphedema, you don't have cancer, or, well, we did surgery, but we didn't remove any lymph nodes, so there's no way you have that condition. I mean, it just, it's really disheartening when you're in a situation where you're already spiraling medically, and you find somebody who's willing to listen, and they just kind of brush it off. So then, of course, my mentality is, well, if they don't think it's important, then I'm not going to think it's important. And I think a lot of us, especially in the States, that's kind of how we, you know, our mindset is, is if no one else thinks it's important, then why should I? And so I think that's one of the reasons that I really liked the message that Amanda put out there in March. And then, you know, through her connecting with Amy Rivera and watching her story and learning how much of an advocate she's been and just, you know, getting into this community where other people have kind of paved the way in front of us. Um, and all I did was click on a coupon. <laughs> and I want to say that Stephanie Roach, you are now paving the way for other people because you're not a cookie cutter story and it is a story that needed to be told. So in our mm -hmm. final moments, if you want to talk to the camera and someone out there who maybe is just clicking on this and looking for some hope, what would you say? I'd say don't take the first diagnosis as your answer. Um, definitely keep asking questions, keep doing your research, keep clicking on coupons on the internet. Um, no, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> you know, definitely get into these communities that are online um, and, and ask questions of the people who are supporting those pages because we've already been through it. We've already kind of had to ask those tough questions and we've had to stand up to the medical professionals and you know it's not fun it's not easy it's not you know something that anybody wants to have to go through but if you ask questions of people who've already been through it you'll have a support system that's backing you as you're going through it yourself and as somebody that you know my my motto has kind of turned into well it's not cancer you know, that, that's not the answer that we need to be listening to. You know, the doctors tell me all the time, well, at least it's not cancer. My friends will tell me, well, at least it's not cancer. We need a support community within, you know, lymphedema, whether you have gallbladder issues, you have diabetes. We need a support community, just like people who have cancer, just like people who have heart disease. You know, so often we get swept under the rug because this is something that, you know, yeah, it looks different than everything else. A lot of us have visible deformities that people can see. Cancer, you can see when people go through chemo, but with lymphedema, you know, it, it doesn't grow back. Your hair doesn't grow back. Your arm doesn't just magically shrink overnight. Um, or in my case, my abdomen, it doesn't just magically shrink overnight. And so we just have to realize that, you know, the, the medical field knows very little about what we're dealing with. And we have to advocate for ourselves through our community online in order to get answers. 
Well said, Stephanie Roach. And I know that you were surprised when I reached out to you, but don't be surprised if a lot of other people are trying to follow you as well. And you can find Stephanie on Instagram at Creative Crested Designs. We're going to put that up because you're an artist as well. Yes. Yes, I am. I do some digital art on the side. Well, so. this is the thing. Lymphedema is a part of your life, but it's not the only part. And I love that you travel and you're creative and you're sharing your story. So I thank you so much for your time today, Stephanie. And, you know, Stephanie talked about the importance of community. We at Lympha Press are really honored to have created a community of people and sharing their stories and monthly roundtables. Join us, get your questions answered, be a part of this community. You don't have to face your lymphedema alone. And long after you get your Lympha Press pump, we're there for you because we care. If you know someone like Stephanie, whose story deserves to be told, reach out to me at bviola at lymphopress.com. And until next time, thanks for tuning into the Lymphedema channel. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this edition of our Lymphedema one-on-one -on -one interview series. You can watch the video on TLC, the Lymphedema channel on YouTube, or on Instagram IGTV at lympha underscore press. For information on the most advanced pneumatic compression therapy in the world, visit lymphapress.com.